today. Cape Talk. You can call us on 021-446-0567. It's a reality that uh, many, many South Africans are having to live with. Retrenchment. Um, companies downsizing because of a retracting uh, economy. And many of us are having to live off lifelines, whether it is the severance package that you are offered if you are let go, or whether it is the pension or your small or your savings that you've managed to to build up during the time that you were working and now having to use that while you wait and look for another job. The question that we're asking, should you even touch your your pension at all? Gerald Mwandiambira is a financial uh, advisor. He joins us now on the lines and uh, advisor and managing partner at uh, Sugar Creek Wealth. Uh, Gerald, thanks very much for joining us this evening. Good evening and good evening to all your listeners. Gerald, I've uh, known people who have been retrenched. They've worked for companies for a number mm. of years. Uh, they maybe have a little bit of savings in a savings account. Maybe have given were given a little bit of a severance package. They now need to decide, you know, am I going to cash out my pension to maybe be have a lifeline? For, because they don't know if they're going to be finding a job in the next six, 12 months. As a financial advisor, what would you advise people on when they're in this situation? Should they even be touching their pension once they are retrenched? Well, the, the short answer to that is no, but there's reality and then there's what you should do. Mm. The reality is that the standard severance package, according to the Labor Act, is one week's salary for every year worked. Mm. And normally they'll get rid of the guys who joined last. So. Yeah. Often you you don't have much of a severance package, and sometimes when they do ask you to leave, it's because you've been there a long time, uh, maybe twenty years, fifteen years, and they realize that you know you 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 are close to retirement, so mm. your your chance of getting another job is zero. This creates a, a, a big predicament because if you were saving for retirement, most of the compounding in terms of your retirement fund occurs in the last seven to eight years of your planned retirement date. Mm -hmm. And when this is interrupted by retrenchment, yes, it creates a huge problem. Many people who are retrenched simply don't get jobs again. And as you rightfully said, many people end up um, liquidating their retirement savings just to get by. And my challenge really is you need to find that balance because the only thing you lose um, when you lose your job is the most important thing, which is your income. So if you are going to be in that situation where you end up liquidating um, your retirement savings, please may it be for uh, the purpose of creating another income. Mm. The worst thing you can probably do is start paying off all your debts, which probably you sometimes can't even clear, and then end up in a situation where you are still have mm. some debt. And you don't have any, any income. But, but that is obviously, if I, if I was in this situation, Gerald, that is what I would want to do. I would look at what liabilities I have over the course of the month. And I'm thinking, well, if I get or try to get rid of those, I could survive a little bit longer throughout the month. Or I wouldn't be in trouble with, with any debt collectors if I won't be able to pay. Surely that is an instinct that many people have of trying to get rid of your debts as quickly as possible, especially if you are retrenched. I think it is that instinct which makes a lot of people get deeper into trouble. Because under Credit Act, after 90 days, if you're in breach of contract, they're going to ITC you. 
So unless your retirement savings is going to take you completely out of debt, Mm. it's going to be a futile exercise because you probably won't have enough income to service most of the debt. The one thing most people try to save will be obviously the mortgage bond because Mm. obviously you need a house to stay. The best thing you can do when you're in that situation is talk to the people you owe money. Mm. Talk to your creditors. Um, Often if you've got a bond and you've been paying well for a number of years, they'll even give you a payment holiday and allow you to wait. Mm. But the last thing you should try and do is keep quiet and deal with all these financial challenges on your own and because you will end up making one or two wrong decisions which actually might hurt you in the long term because if you cannot get a replacement income you really need to focus whatever money you have to creating income and many employers now when they retrench you they actually would put you in entrepreneurship courses etc because they are realizing that for many people um, a second job after crossing the river 40 is a pipe mm. dream because there's a whole lot of unemployed youth who are screaming for those same jobs. We are speaking to Gerald Mwandiambira. He is a financial planner and managing partner at Sugar Creek Wealth. We are talking about what happens when you are retrenched. And this is an ever-increasing reality for many, many South Africans. Whether you should be touching your pension at all to try and be that lifeline, that life raft for you uh, until you find another job. Um, Gerald, I've been quite fortunate. I've uh, only had to resign from two jobs. My first job I was employed for four years. I was young and I was stupid and I, and I cashed out a, a, a measly pension when I was mm. what, 25 mm. years old because, you know, you've been working for four years already. You know, I, I, I wasn't really that smart. This time around, I was smart. I, I didn't cash out a pension mm. I, and I, and I just transferred it so that it could grow. Um, but at the same time, while making this decision now being older, a little bit more wise, I'm was still a bit in the dark on just how pensions work and the and the taxation that happens around mm. around mm. it. If I were to leave a job and let's say for example I have let's say it's fifty thousand in, 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 in pension and I want to take it out completely. What is the tax what are the tax implications? Okay, without going into the, the whole big tax table, mm. uh, in summary, for retrenchment, it's treated like a retirement. So you would be, you know, the first 500,000 is tax-free. Mm. So if it's 500,000 or less, you will get all your money tax-free. Obviously, they'll also take into account if you've done it before, like you did. Mm. So any amounts you've withdrawn in the past would also make up part of that 500,000 because that 500,000 is a lifetime limit. Mm. So in short, yes, the money you would probably access some of it tax-free. If it's a really large fund, then obviously tax starts to kick in after 500000 Um The trick, however, is, is, is the, the, the I word. When you've cashed in, are you going to have an income? Is, so okay. if you are in that retention position, this is your game plan. This mm-hmm. is what you should be doing. Firstly, ask your employer if it's possible for them to keep you on the company medical aid for as long as possible. Remember, when they're trying to retrench you, it's a, it's, a, it's a mutual decision, so you've got some bargaining power. Try to stay on the medical aid. Get them to pay if possible for, long mm-hmm. as, for as long as possible. If you have company-subsidized housing, try and stay in that housing for as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Also, if, if you're being retrenched, you, you can ask your employer to give you access to facilities such as the internet and computers so that you can look for a new job. As silly as it may sound, when you're unemployed and you don't have money, data suddenly becomes very expensive. That Wi-Fi you take for granted in the office mm. is very expensive when you're not in the office. So you want to try and 
bargain for as much as possible. When you're about to be retrenched, also try and get a better deal. One week for every year, not much. Mm. Try to get two weeks for every year. If you can't, even a month for every year work. Mm. Some employers, you know, if they're really good employers, they'll, they'll, they make it easier for you to, to leave the company. Try and fight for all those, all those little things that matter. As soon as you know you're going through those, those discussions for retrenchment, let all your creditors know. Mm. As much as it's embarrassing and you think that the whole world is suddenly looking at you with shame, what you need to do is actually go and tell everyone you owe money that there might be a chance in the near future you won't be getting much out of me. Start negotiating those terms when you have the power in terms of you're still employed, um, but you might not be employed in the future. Gerald, I want, I, want, I, want, I want to touch on uh, another I word before we have to let you go. Mm. You spoke about income as being the I word. What about investment? What if I were to take then cash out my pension and maybe strategically invest it? Uh, or is that, uh, is the, is, is that just not enough time, uh, to, to use that pension and to, to generate an income via investment? Well, definitely investment is the ultimate goal. If you can, what you should be taking is all that money and putting it into a preservation fund and reinvesting the money. Um, obviously, this means that you should have another source of savings somewhere to get you by. But yes, ideally, first thing you should do is to invest the money so that it carries on growing and survives. But I'm talking reality versus mm. the best case. This is what, you know, we're talking as people who have hindsight, but in reality, most people don't have that. But if you've got that savings, that emergency fund, which normally financial planners say have six months salary saved, you mean, it means for six months you're going to be fine. Therefore, you can afford to take your entire provident or, or your, rather your provident or pension fund straight into a preserver and keep it there. From that preserver, you're allowed to make a, a withdrawal in the future. So again, it's about saying, get the advice, speak to someone who understands these things. Don't run and think and hide in shame. Um, retrenchment is becoming a reality for more and more people. Before it was a, a walk of shame, but now it's reality. Most people at some point in their work life face retrenchment mm. or having to fight to save their job. Gerald Mwandiambira, the financial planner, and he's right that retrenchments are becoming more and more a reality. It's not, as Gerald says, a walk of shame. It's the reality of our economy. I know of several people who are currently going through this process at the moment where their companies have filed Section 189s and they are waiting to hear whether they'll get the cut or if they don't get the cut, having to live with a greatly reduced salary. And it's a reality for many South Africans. And if you are currently experiencing this, if you are currently having to make a decision whether to cash out a pension, to cash out savings, to cash out investments, to see you through the next three, six, nine, twelve months while you're waiting for a job, give me a call. 021-446-0567 or 0725671567 on the WhatsApp line. I want to know what you are going through. 021-446-0567.